Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of Sherborne Voices podcast. This is episode 22 for Wednesday, the 13th of October, 2021. My name's Sue Hill. I'll be with you for the next 25 minutes or so. And in this week's podcast, we've got lots of volunteering opportunities for you to consider. I'm going to be telling you about another three panels of the Sherborne Community Mural, and we have quite a number of what's on items. I suppose we're beginning to get some that are for half term as well. I'm going to start with a couple of bits of good news. Pack Monday Fair made it onto the BBC News. Ho ho, hurrah! And it even mentions Teddy Rose Band in the article saying at midnight on the Sunday before the street fair, a procession is held through the town by Teddy Rose Band, a group of locals making as much noise as possible by blowing horns and whistles. And the band dates to 1490, when repair work to Sherborne Abbey was completed, overseen by foreman Teddy Rowe. And that was after the Sherborne Abbey was damaged by fire. And thanks to the BBC for putting us on the map again for Pack Monday Fair. And congratulations are in order for the rendezvous. Friday the 8th of October saw the return of their jazz concerts in Sherborne. It was violinist Emma Fisk who was performing on Friday and they raised £240. So well done everyone. I've got the next three panels of the Sherborne community mural to tell you about today. And I've timed it so that the one that refers to Pack Monday Fair is included. We're starting with panel 10, which is headed a public hanging under the Abbey Gate on the parade. In 1685, Sherborne Marketplace witnessed the hanging of 12 local supporters of Charles II's illegitimate son, James, Duke of Monmouth who were rounded up after the bloody Battle of Sedgemoor. By 1628, Sherborne had its own Bridewell, in inverted commas, prison in South Street, public hangings usually taking place at the top of Gainsborough Hill. The second part of it is headed Newland Houses Demolished to Improve Lord Portman's View. About 1720, Lord Portman built a state-of-the-art Palladian-style mansion, Sherborne House, demolishing some of the Newland borough houses to improve the view. Sir James Thornhill designed the staircase mural and the 1726 inventory lists the colourful and luxurious furnishings. As an aside, I believe that the mural is still there and when Sherborne House reopens as an art centre, we'll be able to see it again. Panel 11 is headed Poverty and Famine. A silk factory saves the day. 16th century Sherborne was known for making cloth and all manner of crafts. There followed a period of poverty. Times changed with the arrival of John Scharrer, silk throster from London, who rented Westbury Mill in 1753 starting a profitable business run by his nephew, William Wilmot. In 1942, Frederick Marsden pioneered the production of glass fibre 
and the mill today is much expanded. Panel 12 has three sections to it, and the first one is the fun and frolic of Pack Monday Fair. The year 1790 is the earliest description of Pack Monday, Sherborne's only surviving medieval fair. The clock's striking midnight ushers in the fair when boys assemble with their horns and parade the town with noisy shout. There was a large livestock fair, stalls, shows, dwarves, conjurers and pickpockets. And late finishes the fun and frolic of Pack Monday Fair. It's a quotation from somewhere. But I certainly on Sunday night, as I have in previous years, heard the boys, in inverted commas, with their horns and it sounded like pots and pans being clattered about to mark Pack Monday Fair. I hope everybody enjoyed it. The second section in panel 12 is gas street lighting and vandalism. Gas street lighting in Sherborne is first recorded in 1823, funded by the levying of a rate. A gas works was built behind the railway station to be, tons of coal hauled by wagon from the Radstock collieries. By 1850, there were 74 lamps lit between October and April. The biggest problem was vandalism. Local lads threw stones at the glass frames at the top of lampposts. And our last section of panel 12, Sherborne Reform Act riots. A rare and shocking event, in inverted commas. In October 1831, a drunken mob surged up to the castle, smashing the dining room window, then assaulted the vicar and broke into the vicarage. The yeomanry were called out, the town in a state of anxiety. Mr Wilmot of the Silk Factory addressed the mob and things quietened. The Parliamentary Reform Act was passed the following year, 1832. And I'll bring you some more of the Sherborne Community Mural in due course. Volunteers are in demand in Sherborne at the moment. I told you a few weeks ago that the Abbey was looking for greeters who will welcome visitors to the Abbey. They're also looking for people to count the collection on a Monday morning after the previous day's services. They're looking for three or four people who would be able to give a couple of hours each week. If that's you, you can call 01963 210 548 or contact the parish office on 01935 713 777. And as I've also previously mentioned, Sherborne Museum is looking for volunteers, front of house volunteers. They are hoping to open again by the end of October, but they really do need some more volunteers to be able to do that. If you're interested in being a front-of-house volunteer, you can email info at Sherborne Museum, all one word, sherbournemuseum.co.uk. And our wonderful Sherborne Food Bank and the Community Kitchen are looking for volunteers. The Food Bank needs people to make up the packages of food 
from the items donated. And the community kitchen needs drivers to deliver their lunches. You can contact Sherborne Food Bank by telephone on 07854 163 869. And you can contact the community kitchen on 07561 067 381. Volunteers are also needed for the COVID-19 booster vaccination clinics. Sherborne has had a lot of people volunteer, but they could still do with a few more to help out. If you can, then email Vicky Moreland, that's M-O-R-L-A-N-D, at vicky.moreland at dorsetgp.nhs.uk. Justin, there's another call for volunteers. This is for the Sherborne Wellbeing Walks, which are a great idea and I've certainly been quite a few times, not regularly, sadly. They have a regular group of walkers who meet every Friday at two o'clock in the paddock garden for a short walk in and around Sherborne. And the walks last about an hour. It's a good mix of people go to them as well. And what they are looking for are walk leaders. If you've got a couple of hours free on a Friday afternoon once a month and would like to find out about becoming a walk leader, please contact vicky.moreland at dorsetgp.nhs.uk. Or of course you could go along to one of the walks and see what it's all about. Volunteers are needed for the Sue Rider Shop in Sherborne. If you'd like to join their friendly team of volunteers and you have a little or a lot of spare time, please pop into the shop or you can ring them on 01935 815 323. Let's do some what's on items. I mentioned last week, and this is just a reminder, that this coming Friday at 7.30 at the Digby Hall, there's a screening of Lawrence after Arabia, followed by a director's talk. And if you go to Eventbrite, or indeed to the Sherborne Voices podcast website, which is www.sherbournevoicespodcast.com, you will find the details of how to book. The contact details for all the events that are mentioned in each episode are also available on the Sherborne Voices podcast website, in case you didn't manage to get them down while you were listening to the episode. This Sunday, the 17th of October, is becoming increasingly busy. Last week I reminded you that it was the Sherborne market, the monthly market, and it's also the open day at the Sherborne Steam and Waterwheel Centre. And now Communifit have come up with another of their 5k series of walks or runs at the terraces in Sherborne. This time it's raising funds for Sherborne Community Kitchen, which is such a good cause. You need to sign up to receive a medal while supporting the superb charity. There's 150 spaces available and it costs £12 for adults and £2 for children. And you can sign up via Craig's Communifit website at www.communifit.co.uk. And it starts at 8 o'clock in the morning, continuing till 10 in the morning. Craig's got more 
5k events coming up in November and December. So have a look at the website and see what might appeal to you. As you know, Sherbourne Community Kitchen not only provides lovely food delivered to your door from Monday to Friday with weekend deliveries included on a Friday as well, but they've recently started doing sit-down lunches in the Raleigh Hall. And this coming Friday, it's going to be roast chicken, stuffing, roast potatoes and vegetables. Yum! I love a roast dinner. Freshly cooked two-course sit-down lunch for just £6. I went to the first one and I might well go to this one as well. Doors open at 11.30am. Lunch is served at 12.30 at the Raleigh Hall in Digby Road. And you need to visit the website to book, which is www.sherborne.kitchen. And there's also a phone number ring between 9am and 12.30pm on weekdays only. The number is 07561067381. Next week, on the 24th of October, between 10 in the morning and 4 in the afternoon, Yeovil Model Show will be at Westfield Academy. Now, is it Stiby Road? S-T-I-B-Y. I'm guessing it's Stiby Road, Yeovil, BA213 EP. You can see thousands of the best models from the southwest on display. Aircraft, cars, military, ships, motorbikes, gaming, railway, figures, busts, sci-fi and fantasy. Wow. Modelling and painting demonstrations as well. And there will be trade stands selling all your modelling needs. There are free children's activities and it's a good family day out. There's disabled access, free parking, hot and cold refreshments available. It's £5 to get in for adults, children under, can't quite make it out, I think it's 16, accompanied by an adult, £2.50. Under fives are free. It's cash only on the door. Next Wednesday, the 20th of October, at 7pm at the Digby Hall again, Sherborne Literary Society has its next event, and this is an evening with historian Simon Heffer, where he will be talking about his new edition of the Diaries of Chips Channon who married into the very wealthy Guinness family. Tickets are £10, members of the Sherborne Literary Society are £9, and tickets are available online via Eventbrite, although you have a booking fee with this one. Or for more information, visit Society, all one word, SherborneLiterarySociety.com. If you like thrillers, the Classic Thriller Theatre Company are staging The Cat and the Canary at the Octagon in Yeovil from next Monday the 18th until Saturday the 23rd of October. Tickets are from £19.50 to £29.50. It's got a cast of well-known faces. I'm looking at the Octagon's brochure. One or two names I recognise, Marty Webb and Britt Eklund. She used to be married to Peter Sellers. But the director is Roy Marsden, who was the lead actor in the, all those P.D. James police dramas years ago. And he now directs quite a lot. I've seen his name quite often on TV dramas as well. So I think that might be quite fun. You can get in touch with the box office at 
01935 424 for tickets for The Cat and the Canary. You may well have seen posters up in town, I know I've seen a few, for Lie Art Show. It's run entirely by volunteers and is a charitable event and it opens with a preview event on Friday the 22nd of October from 6 to 8pm and the main show runs on Saturday the 23rd and Sunday the 24th of October from 10 in the morning to 4 in the afternoon. And this will be at Lye Village Hall, Chetnall Road, Lye, DT9, 6HL. And they're also doing coffee, tea and soft drinks and cakes throughout the exhibition. So that's the Lye Art Show in the Village Hall in Lye on the 23rd and 24th of October. I've just had some more information come in about the Lye Art Show. The preview evening on Friday the 22nd from 6 till 8 has an entry fee of £5 to include a glass of wine and canapé and all are welcome. The art show has a website www.lieartsshow.co.uk There's an email if you need further information thelieartshow at btinternet.com or you can phone 01935 873294 and all proceeds are in aid of the Village Hall Lie and Dorset and Somerset Air Ambulance. On Saturday the 16th of October from 6.30 to 7.30pm Bournemouth Sinfonietta Choir will be performing Foray's Requiem at St Mary's Parish Church, Sturminster Newton. Tickets are £10 or £2 for under 18s and they're available from bschoir.org.uk or from the BSC box office, that's the Bournemouth Symphonietta Choir box office, on 01722 or on the door. Half terms coming up in a couple of weeks and there are tennis activities during half term for ages 5 to 16 at various venues, Yeovil Tennis Club, Wincanton Tennis Club, Chard Tennis Club, Stoke St Gregory Tennis Club. You can view the dates and book online at pen and paper ready https colon double forward slash club spark dot lta dot org dot uk forward slash la tennis coaching forward slash coaching forward slash camps it's another one of those long ones so they give you all of that and then tell you or you can phone (laughs) oh seven four three seven four oh four two four two or email la tennis at hotmail.com that'd be nice to do into the autumn have a bit of tennis coaching unfortunately i don't qualify on the age front more forward planning on the halloween front freaky friday halloween disco for your little ones there's a freaky friday oh difficult to say halloween disco on the 29th of october 6 p.m to 7 p.m is ages 3 to 6 7 to 8.15 p.m. is ages 7 to 10 
and 8.15 to 9.30pm, ages 10 to 13. And this is at Church House, Milbourne Port. Fancy dress and spooky decorations, ooh. And tickets are £5. Milbourne Port's pop-up market is every Saturday, 10am till 12 noon. And this coming Saturday, the flower shed is back. So support your small independent businesses and their pop-up market. Following on from last week's interview with the lady who had cared for her mother with dementia, the much-acclaimed film The Father, with Sir Anthony Hopkins, Olivia Coleman as the main leads, but also Mark Gatiss from Sherlock, Imogen Poots, Rufus Sewell, and Olivia Williams. That's going to be on next Monday, the 18th of October, at Oakford Fitzpain Village Hall at 7.30. Now, I might just take a trip over there because I missed it when it first came out. Tickets are £6 on the door. Sherbourne Castle's Autumn Colours Weekend is the 23rd and 24th of October. That's when you can get in to visit the gardens at a reduced entry of £5. Tomorrow is the next in the Tyndall series of musical evenings at Sherbourne School. So that's tomorrow the 14th of October at 7.30 when it will be the Linos Piano Trio. 7.30 in the Tyndall Recital Hall at Sherbourne School and they'll be playing Debussy, Ravel, Bach and Schoenberg. Tickets are £12.50 and you can get them by ringing 01935 812249 or email tickets at sherborne.org or music at sherborne.org. There's going to be a book fair in Sherborne on Saturday the 16th between 10 in the morning and 4 in the afternoon at Digby Memorial Church Hall on Digby Road. It's an antiquarian and second-hand books and other printed material offered for sale. And finally, I've booked to go on another of the guided tours walking round Sherbourne. This one's on Monday the 18th of October, next Monday, at 10am at the Conduit. And it's a visit to Georgian Sherbourne, including the Shell House. There are limited spaces left and you can book at www.sherbournewalks.co.uk Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Sherbourne Voices podcast. Thank you for joining me, Sue Hill, and thank you for listening to our podcast, which is always available, along with all the past episodes, on the Sherborne Voices podcast website, which is www.sherbournevoicespodcast.com. Please tell friends and neighbours and family about the podcast. We want to reach as many local people as we can. And if you'd like to be involved in the podcast by contributing an item of local interest, whether it be an event or advertising your business or your organisation, we would love to hear from you. Just get in touch with me by emailing sue at sherbournevoicespodcast.com. 
www.sherbournelibrary.com. Next week we'll have Grace from Sherborne Library with some more adult fiction suggestions for you. And who knows what else we will have. Until next week, thanks very much for listening. Look after yourselves. Bye for now. Thank you.